Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Oh my god, it's a semi-hostful intro, Mm. but this time... It's a Matt instead of a Jonah. What? Wash, wash, wash. Hey, guys. Go fuck yourselves. I'm Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Jonah. Just kidding. I'm Matt. Aww. <laughs> Someone was just saying on the Reddit the other day, I miss Matt. Oh, I miss and them, they, too. And, they were, and I said, they, they, there was a little bit of skepticism as to your schedule. And I was like, guys, we are all doing the best we can. Skepticism as far as what? Like, They're like, can he really be that busy? And, it, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been telling people you're dead. <laughs> Why would you Listen, do that? Because it makes fun. it cooler when I come back. Yeah. Is, no, it's true. like an urban legend thing. Catholicism's like, built Myra, on. The hop Eventually, soda. someone comes back from the dead. Well, uh, the sponsor for this episode did you is... you make yourself a messiah there? Sure did. Wow. <laughs> so, question about that complex that's going on there. <laughs> but... Uh, this episode is Corey Taylor from Slipknot, who I didn't know before. And one of our bookers, Debbie, was like, you got to have Corey on. He's really great. And I was like, okay. And uh, he was fucking awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. Might be one of my favorite guests we've ever had. <laughs> he was super funny and uh, just like mega nerd. Knows his action figures. He knows his action figures. And he's a good, solid dude. Uh, Slipknot's new album, Point Five, the Great Chapter, is out now. Uh, and they just had their uh, their festival that we uh, not fest not fest where they couldn't not fest. they couldn't burn the poop. You can't burn poop at a festival. They, they were going to have that be a scent. It was going to be a dong oh. donkey poop was going to be burning as, as so you could enjoy that for the festival. But the town said uh, no. Oh well. So everything but that. Yeah, everything but that fest, worked pretty but, well. Uh, yeah, I'm very 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 happy to uh, and now now that I know uh, what a what a great guy he is he will definitely be back on the podcast at some point. Um, whenever he feels like it, I guess. Yeah. Maybe he can come on and talk about Master Chief Jr. with us. <laughs> that is a different thing again, Matt. It's not, it's not at all oh, what you're, it's, you have a different idea about what that is. I do love the slip nuts, though. No, that's <laughs> it's just slip nuts. They're slipping on nuts. No, the, no, 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 no they're, they're the slip nuts. They're not the slip nuts. They're slip nuts at this yeah, point, too. Slipping on nuts. No, they don't. <laughs> no, you're t- now that's just that's Dad, like a bad improv an group. Old Conan bit. <laughs> slip nuts. Slip nuts. <laughs> Is that where you is that where you slip on nutshells or That's exactly what they do in the Conan bit. <laughs> the slip nuts. John Glazer, a shear is in it, I think. 
They did Sketchfest a couple. Okay, years well, I'm, I, I missed the way you derailed now, this show, man. Now that now that we've drifted into a real thing, <laughs> yeah, it was a real thing the whole time. No one else got my reference. No, it was me. good. Well, okay, it was a couple of people at home probably Gordon enjoyed Ramsey it. Thing wasn't listen. A real if thing. you enjoyed my Slipnuts reference, tweet me with hashtag Slipnuts. Yes, and and uh, that was Matt Myra, who will be able to resurface the podcast in another couple of months. <laughs> God damn it! Eh, well, more hostfuls. <laughs> listen, I'm around. Great! Let's do this. Schedule them. I do. No, you busy. schedule Corey Taylor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what a delight he was. <laughs> you couldn't have done it at that time. Every time I ask you if you can do the podcast, you're like, I got too much shit to write for your show. Well, it's true. Well, the New York. I got to write now hashtags. That, uh, now that the New York stuff is. Uh, now that we'll be out of the New York crosshairs, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, we, now New York, we'll, up. Get, we'll get through New York, and uh, which will be super fun. We'll get through it we'll together. Have that extra load of work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. More hostfuls coming soon, but right now, Corey Taylor, Nerds Podcast number 591. Roll the thing. Now entering Nerdist.com. Wrong number? How's it going? All right. Thank you. I know you just flew in and came oh, straight dude, to this. No, I wasn't missing this. No. What were, where were you? Uh, just in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We have a house in Vegas and a house in Des Moines, so I just kind of just kind of bounce back and forth. You could not have two more opposite environments. You'd think. Really? You'd think, yeah. But my wife's family is, is based out of Vegas. And then uh, I still have a house in Des Moines because my okay. you know, my son still lives there and my grandma lives there, so we just kind of hop back and forth, you know. And it just it just makes sense. We stay as far from the strip as humanly possible. It's ridiculous. I know the you know like the, our listeners in Vegas get really annoyed when we're when we, <laughs> when we when we presuppose that Vegas is really just yeah, the strip. Yeah, that there yeah. are a lot of actually a lot. It's actually of much more uh, uh, Burbank than it is strip. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, because it's very flat. You know, yeah. it's like a lot of suburbs and a lot of box communities. Hot as yeah. fuck. Yeah. yeah, yo, you ain't kidding. <laughs> and one of my favorite punk rock bars, the Double Down Saloon. Yes, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, never been there without seeing a brawl. That's probably a yeah yeah I could back that yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah what is, what is it about the double down saloon it's just know? a fucking the just, walls yeah. sweat let's put it that way yeah. it's, it's pretty oogie it's just you know it's just this rundown dive bar that like punks and metalheads kind of took over yeah and it's uh yeah every time I've been there one time I saw a band playing and then the band one of the guys in the band kicked like a table and then a big fight started to break out with the band <laughs> and the guy. Uh, and, and then more people jumped in and then there was this guy sitting at the bar with his friend and he notices the brawl going on and he gets up kind of calmly and then goes to pick up a chair and starts to bring the chair up <laughs> and then the guy he was sitting with like sees him and runs in front of him going like what are you doing what are you and the guy, and the guy kind of shrugs and goes like oh, I don't know you're right and puts the chair down and <laughs> Uh, it's kind of like the dude who's like he's uncomfortable. He wants to get in the pit and yeah, mosh, yeah, that, so he kind of you know he's stretching out. Yeah, and yeah. It's like and then <laughs> no, 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 it's not no. the right song. And then yeah. the ballad hits, and they're yeah. like, you know what? Let's I'll, wait, I'll wait. Yeah. I want to get in this bar fight. I better stretch out my quads <laughs> yeah, and uh, exactly make Let's sure. Do you know, yeah. a of, One sec, guys. I'll be right there. I just gotta. Yeah. It's the, I don't want to tear something. Yeah. It's all the just the pre break dancing moves, just the kind of skipping around, and then the na na na. Gotta back it up. <laughs> I actually, uh, 
I, I think all the things that Vegas is very famous for are the things that I actually don't like about Vegas. Yeah. But when you but I but I have been off the strip uh, quite a few times, and you're right, it is just like a nice, it's pretty you know, chill, little, yeah, it's, nice it's really cool. But it's but it is the you can tell that much like you know where you could uh, you could throw a you could throw a rock and hit ten actors in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's the same like you when you get off the strip, you're like. Bouncer, bouncer, yeah. dancer, yeah. dancer, yeah. Uh, dealer, probably. Like they, uh, you know, the, the dancers can wear their camouflage all they want. We know that it's because it's it's always this, it's the same juicy sweatpants. Yes. Yeah. they're always pulling the carry on bag, yeah. and you can't hide those on, French tips. Yeah. And there's some kind of torn shirt that's just off the shoulder. You yeah. know, it's like you're either doing laundry or you're on your way to work. Yeah. So. yeah. Am I the only person that does not find French tip nails sexy in any way? Like I just like a scary. I, yeah, a little, a little scary. There's, there's some Nosferatu going there. Some Max Shrek. <laughs> like if Max Shrek was in drag, yeah. that was, that's what he'd look like. Come in. <laughs> look at and these tits. me. <laughs> Give me a dollar. Do not touch me. Uh, I, I, agree, I agree with the French tips. Because cause the, it makes everything that you do with your hands impossible. Right. And, there's, and there's a lot of this. Yeah. There's just a lot <laughs> of clicking. Gross. Yeah, yeah, it's like who needs ten styluses <laughs> on their fingers <laughs> trying to work? Wait a minute, <laughs> French tip capacitive stylus is a great idea Ooh. with Bluetooth. Yes, yes. <laughs> it. write it down. Of remember, course, like it, remember, <laughs> there's a fetish. You know, what I'm actually surprised we don't have yet is that that scene in uh, Total Recall where the girl like po- kept poking her nails, yeah. and then they start yeah. change they change colors. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't have. They do on Photoshop. Yeah, no, I understand that, Jonah. I just, I mean, IRL. You oh, dick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And bigger rounder butts on Photoshop as well. <laughs> what is uh, what is occupying most of your time these days? Is the Knotfest uh, taking? Yeah, over? yeah. I mean, it's it's getting down to the wire now. So it's uh, yeah. I mean, we're uh, doing rehearsals, um, albums. You know, it's the the promo for it is is really going well. So we're stoked about that. We're stoked about the excitement for you know. All of the songs that we've been kind of releasing here and there to just build excitement for it. Um, I just saw pictures of the ridiculous set that we're that we're doing. I'm, oh my god, dude! It's if somebody doesn't crack their skull completely open the first day, <laughs> second day it's definitely happening. <laughs> it's like, so I'm like, you know what? It's like I could cover on the first day, but you know what? I'm just gonna go and bet on day two yeah. <laughs> that someone's gonna walk away with a gaping head wound. What I mean, made you decide this was an undertaking that you wanted to? Because it's a pain in the ass just to put on one show. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. why? How long is the festival? It's it's honestly it's it, technically it's three days, but we're headlining two. Okay, um, we're doing a pre like a pre uh, weekend party on Friday um, that Sid, our DJs, I think is going to de- uh, spin at and do some stuff. But we've got bands that are actually playing that night. And then the actual uh, uh, the, everything starts so- uh, Saturday and Sunday. So we headline one night and then the second night. And so, and it's, but it's, it's essentially like, I don't know if you know, like download in England. Yeah. We were yeah, kind of yeah. trying to re- recreate that, you know, because we've got camping, we've got RVs like set up and we sold passes for that with like three day, like weekend passes. And, um, we've got rides, we've got, uh, fire eaters. We've got this thing that's called, what is that thing? The fire dome that is it the terror dome? With wrestlers inside of it, like nice. it's ridiculous. It's and like it it's like Mad Max meets the WWE. Like it looks <laughs> ridiculous, right? And I just saw pictures. And I was like, we need it. Yeah. You know? Want it? We've got that. Um, now, are the 
Are the rides really safe, Corey? Or no, oh, no, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. These rides make uh. these rides makes like they they make like a normal carnival seem like yeah. Six Flags. Yeah. These third tier, uh, we're bringing in fair. we're bringing in one that is actually from the Iowa State Fair, and we all kind of grew up going to the Iowa State Fair. And the one ride that we all looked forward to riding because we knew it would make us sick was this thing called the Ring of Fire. And all it is really is just. It, it's like it's a perpetual roller coaster, basically. It just, uh, it just that's all it does. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're bringing that in, you know, to, <laughs> yeah. to encourage. Like if 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 selling booze and fried foods wasn't enough, <laughs> you're throwing up on this ride. Yeah. So hey, it's in the movie Big. That's uh, they have that that ride in the movie. Big. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just a circle. Yeah, that's all it circle. is. And then it stops at the top. Yeah. So you're like, <laughs> then, uh, afterwards, it's like you know, forty people got thrown off the Ring of Fire at Knotfest, and other people go. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. exactly. It's, it works. Why, why did it's you sign a waiver? And yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what you're getting into. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, there's a lot of like a lot of really cool stuff that you know, and because we want to make it exciting. You know, it seems like people put on festivals these days, and it's just kind of the same run of the mill. You know, mediocre. Like here's your bands. There's a thousand of them. There's nine different stages. Oh, by the way, all twelve of the bands that you want to see are all playing at the, at same, the same time. time yeah, and you're just just like really you know so we wanted to we wanted to shake it up it's like if you're waiting for a band to you know that you want to see you can go check out the rides or, you know we have a, a uh, i think we're doing a repelling line oh, nice. uh, which is really cool i'm yeah. actually gonna go do that yeah. because i really <laughs> want to do that um yeah so i mean we're just trying to make something cool for us you know yeah. for the for the metal fans for the hard rock fans you know yeah. is this going to be an annual event do you think i don't know i mean people keep asking like, they ask me that they ask me if it's going to be a tour and I think it, it'd, be, it'd be closer to like an annual event, you know, mm-hmm. where and we can do it in like three or four different cities, you know, and give us time that we can move everything yeah. there so everyone gets to experience it. When you put it, when you make it a tour, then you're limiting yourself. There's only so much you can bring with you because it's going to be, you know, it's so not cost effective yeah. to, you know, bring all that crap with you. So I think if we make it a destination, like different, like bigger cities, you know, and, and just make it different cities every year, then it might make it a little more exciting. That's pretty cool. So it's like yeah. a Ren fair for thrashers. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and I encourage everyone to wear their poet shirts. <laughs> but please, no, no crows, all right? Every time somebody dresses as the crow, and it's just, it's bad. <laughs> Quoting South Park, I apologize. They bring a crow, it pecks someone's face off. <laughs> it's very difficult to train a crow. Please stop yes, training. you don't have that much time. Yeah. Okay, you can bring a falcon. Fine, it's, just, it's the sport of kings. Fine. <laughs> the crow, come the on. The crow is you're just let you're, it go. You're crossing uh, lines here. Yeah, you're not reincarnated. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so you grew up in Iowa. Then is this true? For the most part, yeah. yeah. And then uh, at what point did you decide? Um, I'm gonna. I can get out of here and do other stuff. Oh, I tried that. I I tried. Uh, I've moved away from Des Moines so many different times. It's not even funny. Like, <laughs> and moved to bigger cities, thinking they had better music scenes. Right. So I was like, oh, it's fine. It's great. I'll, yeah. I'll start a band here, and and it was always terrible. Like, I can't. The, Denver. In 95 was one of the worst music scenes I'd ever seen in my life. Still is. Denver's kind of It's really bad. It's bad really not. It's not good. It's either yeah. like this weird goth EDM thing <laughs> or like a really healthy country scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find my spot in there. You know, I was, I was like, 
<laughs> Couldn't bridge you that know? gap. And nothing's really changed in 20 years either. Yeah. So. Rednecks, that band, yeah. huge yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Rednecks and Goths. They bridge the gap. Huge. Um, or you can go to uh, uh, Boulder and, and play in your flip-flops all night. Yeah, right. That's jam area. Jam. This is great. Yeah, yeah exactly. Throw flowers at your face. <laughs> so I moved, you know, so I moved around. I moved away a lot, and I just kept coming back to Des Moines. It's weird, you know? So, I, you know, it, it, call it whatever. I mean, to be honest, there's there were so many strikes against Slipknot to begin with that, I mean... The, just the, the no one's more surprised by our success than we are, <laughs> I, and that's the truth. I mean, if just by running, I mean, nine dudes in masks, coveralls, playing crazy heavy metal music from Iowa. <laughs> oh yeah, you can draw that up on a play, and that's gonna go. <laughs> There's no way, you know. So we were convinced that we were just gonna be, we're kind of be a, like a lifestyle band, you know. We'd maybe yeah. sell two hundred thousand. We'd be able to afford to go out and tour. Yeah. And then we went platinum, then we went double platinum, and then by the time Iowa came out, it was approaching three, and we're like, what is going on? <laughs> Come on, like, people, what are you doing? Who's punking uh. us? <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I mean, it's weird how you start out, it's like you want to make music, but you have this idea of the type of music you want to make, and then it completely goes 180, and it's like, wow, this is not the stuff that I, because the stuff that I write is usually more Stone Sour side of it. With Slipknot, I really get to do so many different things that, I mean, the sky's, there's no limit to it. Yeah. How much of it do you think, I mean, obviously, were you freaked out by the success at all? Like, oh shit, we can't fuck this up. Or did it, did you, I mean, because obviously at a certain point, do you say, do you have to make the choice between, well, I really want to write this kind of song, but I think the Slipknot audience would probably prefer this kind of song, so I kind of got to service that. Well, it's it's funny. That's honestly one of the reasons why I ended up putting Stone Sour back together, because that was my band before Slipknot in Des Moines. So, I, you know, we had done the first Slipknot album, then we did Iowa, and I was just like, man, I just, I want to do some other stuff, you know? I mean, and it was really supposed to be... A side thing, you know, that we would do and, and have fun with it. And it, then that got even more serious. But I think that showed that I think that opened uh, a whole other audience to what Slipknot could do. And maybe we weren't comfortable to do yet, you know? Yeah. And that kind of encouraged us to do volume three. But I mean, there's really no limits with this band, you know? And and that's one of the cool things about, like, this new album. There's so many different, like, there. it sounds like us, but we're we're branching out in so many different areas that, I mean, there's one tune that starts out, and you're like, where is this going? And it then it completely goes somewhere else. Nice. And we can get away with it because our fans know to expect the unexpected now. Yeah, that's always the best when you can get to a place where it's like, it's like I think like there's something like band like Weezer was never able to like figure out where it's like they yeah. wanted to go off and the at first the, the fans didn't let them and yeah. now they've been trying to chase that yeah. and then they kind of get confused of what their sound is where it's like you know when like people just like put their trust in it's like I like these guys and I like yeah. what they're doing and I'll trust if they do something different it's because they want to do it and that's yeah. great I mean we yeah. dedicated ourselves to the idea that if we were gonna if we were gonna get together and put something out and call it Slipknot music that it was gonna be quality. Yeah. It's not just about quantity, it's about quality, you know? So, and I think the fans realize that even with all the, you know, the, the ups and downs that we've had, they know if we put something out and we're getting behind it, they're like, okay, uh, what's it going to sound like? You yeah. Because you, you just never know with us. Are you getting radio? Are there radio stations now that service 
your audience? There's still, a, I mean, there's still a pretty healthy active rock uh, radio um, chart, I guess. Yeah. And satellite radio yeah, has a yeah, couple. Satellite, of, yeah, yeah, it's definitely that's our realm. You know, between octane and liquid metal, I mean, yeah. you get a lot of play on there. But then, I mean, it's, I mean, a lot of, some of our older stuff's getting played on like 90s at 9. I think so. Wait and bleed. That was wait and bleed. And here's a, I said, what about breakfast I'm like, yeah, those that classic oh, 90s. Oh, back in my head. Yeah. How could you it's do like, that? You know you've made it. Yeah. I had forgotten all about that song. <laughs> How could you? Yeah, well, yeah. well, I guess nothing in common. Well, it's funny because it's like that's the same thing where like oh, it's like you know you have it's like it's no, but wait, I'm not yeah. done with that yet. I'd rather stop. So the you whole stop. premise of that goddamn song <laughs> is that it's two people who should not be together. Yeah, and yet, and yet, and and by the way, the guy is the guy the 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 the, the, the vocalization that he's chosen for the song <laughs> is like a 1930s cinematic carnival yeah. barker. Hello, hello, and I said, oh, what about that? That's very Al Jolson. Yeah, what yeah, is yeah, happening yeah. in this song? And so they. Is that supposed to be a comedy song? Like, oh, they both like this movie, so that's their common ground. <laughs> Oof. If one thing can keep these two lovebirds together, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a racist performance. It's by very Mickey racist Rooney. performance <laughs> by Mickey you know, Rooney. The guy performs one time in blackface, and then that's yeah, totally yeah, fine. it's cursed for life. <laughs> sure, fine, fine. Okay, you don't like the blackface, but what about breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's? <laughs> that's whiteface. That's a that's a whiteface performance. White face yeah. Performance. <laughs> Come on. Jesus. Okay, sorry, I cut you off. I was very upset about... Oh, yeah. what we, I can't remember what we were talking about. I, I can't remember anything before. Oh, radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But radio. it's, it's yeah. funny because it's like now that it's like it's 90s, now that it's like, you know, 20 years or whatever, yeah. uh, like gone, you could play like a Slipknot song right next to like Breakfast at Tiffany's mm. where it's like, and that's like weird to us because we were there. But yeah. like if I'm listening to like a 60s station, they play Led Zeppelin right after like Sonny and Cher. You just go, exactly. okay. And you're like, Jack oh, FM is yeah. basically the, uh, the, yeah. the shuffling of yeah. our yeah. music culture where it's we came out of genres <laughs> and albums and we just became a singles yeah. culture. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, oldies radio was saying like uh, the best from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's beyond that? What, yeah. 82? 82, yeah. 83. <laughs> what do you, where you, <laughs> what's the cutoff? Like, like the yeah. world ended after 89. Yeah. It's like, that's all you get. Also like the, 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 like the oldies hosts now too. It's like they have to act like they were still young. Like, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember Madonna when Seeger played the sports yeah. arena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was already it. 70. Well, they still, I mean, what's great is that all the different uh, decades on Sirius XM, yeah. the, the jocks basically have the persona that they had. So that like the 70s guys kind of like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the nice crazy. guys. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, and then the new wave is Richard Blade. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's everyone. Yeah. Everyone's got the... It's really, and then the, and then the MTV VJs just sound like they're stoked, but they're not. You know, yeah. it's like, this is Nina Blackwood. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I love her, but yeah, man, she yeah. just said she's just like, I can't wait to cut this together so I can go smoke another four yeah, cigarettes. Exactly. Ricky Rackman <laughs> still sounds stoked when yeah, I hear yeah. him. Well, he just well, he still loves the music though. Yeah, you know? him and like, Pinfield too. Yeah. Pinfield. Oh yeah. Oh, Pinfield was like. 
that guy worked. I worked at MTV with Pinfield. Yeah, yeah. Like that guy was, you know, encyclopedia, like, uber geek, yeah, crazy yeah. music. I mean, like he was kind of the internet before the internet. Yeah, in right. terms in terms exactly. of music. Well, it's crazy. He like it's like I've listened to interviews of him, and he reminds me also of like Rollins and even Doctor Demento, where it's just yeah. these guys that just go like it's like oh yeah, that record came out in 1972 yeah. and it was on the B side. Was you know they could An just encyclopedic memory. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Oh God, you mentioned Doctor Mento. I used yeah. to. I grew up listening to every Sunday on uh, like and on Westwood One uh, Radio. Yeah, and they would play it in uh, when I was living in Waterloo, Iowa. So it was like the best two hours of my life. Mento. So Mento. When is Slipknot needs to cover Fish Heads? I think. No, you know what? Co- uh, we need to cover. Um, uh, uh, Kick out the clown! Kick out the clown! No, I already did a cover of that. Actually. Oh, did you? Really? Yeah, I did that a long time ago, and that's uh, it's our outro music for Stone Sour. Oh, perfect! And it's really, really weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, there's this. Uh, there's we looped this kid saying "Wow, wow, <laughs> so creepy." Um, I, I've I've always thought that Slipknot should cover uh, three songs: one, uh, "Singapore" by Tom Waits. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, two. Uh, oh my god, what the hell is the name of this song? It's uh, T Bone. Uh, oh, uh, Existential. Yes, Existential, yes. Blues. Existential Blues is an I amazing song. It's, uh, some girl with psychic powers, she uh, said T Bone, what's your song? Uh, yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah, that was on the Dr. Demento 20th, 20th anniversary uh, I have collection. It. Yeah, I, have it. I was obsessed with that. I remember like, I, I heard that song and I wanted to learn how to play guitar right. just so I could make weird songs like yeah. that. Where it's like he goes, he's like, it's all really random, and then he ends up going in and telling the story of Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I was on a quest. Yeah. Yeah. I was on a quest. I was trying to find all these little people, little people all around me. Dude, said that he recorded that like in like one take I'm like there's no way yeah there's no way dude ugh it's uh, insane. That, that, yeah, that it's should be It's all acoustic. It's him and an acoustic guitar, and then just them playing with these crazy vocal effects. Yeah. I always yeah. liked uh, uh, Bill Frenzer did uh, Dead Puppies yes. and, Dead puppies and Kink, Kinko the Clown. Yeah. But, my, but, but I fucking love Dead Puppies so much because it builds to this, in, this yes. ridiculous yes. crescendo. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Dead Puppies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking chorus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just taking the silliest idea to yeah. the biggest extreme. It has the best line in it. It too. It's like mom says puppies' days are through. She's going to throw him <laughs> in, in the stew. Yeah. Dead puppies aren't are much, much fun. fun. I'm like, that is the, no, no, that is the no. darkest shit yeah. you can play for a puppy. They don't call when you call. <laughs> they don't chase balls at all. Aren't much. Here's a fun fact. What, wait, wait. Uh, what was your third before your fun fact? You said you were going to cover three songs. Oh, I can't think. Okay, can't what's your remember. fun fact then? Okay, fun fact. Uh, uh, Tiny Tim used to live at the Holiday Inn in Des Moines, Iowa. He lived there for like 30 years. What? Really? Yeah. He had, the, he had the penthouse in this Holiday Inn. <laughs> the Holiday Inns and they, have and penthouses? They ripped, they ripped it down. Yeah, the Holiday Inn <laughs> used to be a big deal. I don't know if you guys lived in the fucking 70s. Just show my age. You know, go, hey, staying at a Holiday Inn and eating at a Perkins. That was a big Perkins. deal. Perkins! The, the Buttermilk Five. Oh, Perkins! Bottomless cups of coffee. Yeah. Oh my God! You know uh, Perkins. Uh, Perkins by day, Bennigan's by night. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like to live. I love it. That's a good time. A little breakfast, Perkins. A and little. Every once in a while, you hit a Baker Square for some pie. <laughs> <laughs> if it's late, you know, like if it's late, you want to. Yeah, you wanna, yeah. You know, 
I, mean, know, I need to take the edge off this caffeine. I'm just going to have like two pieces of French silk. <laughs> just shove it into my face as hard as I can. I did the grossest thing once at a Perkins. It was a bunch of us. We were at a show in Greenville, North Carolina. And then like we went to a Perkins after. Uh, uh, as you do. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. like it's just a real post-show kind yeah. of everyone's kind of sweaty and you know. And uh, we're all like eating a ton of carbs and shit. And then uh, like there was like some cute girls at a table across the way. And I told the, the waitress to send them like a bowl of cherries. <laughs> and then like uh, when they, I had one of the cherries, and then like when they looked over, they're like, "Hey!" And then I like, crushed one of the cherries while staring at them. <laughs> were these girls of legal age? What was I your, wasn't what even was, of age. I was what seventeen. I don't know. Yeah. What message was? I don't know. I, I know I the really, obvious one. I didn't really think about it at the time. I was still a virgin. I was fucking seventeen, like fat girl. There's a oh, faggot going. Please help me. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, and then they, their faces were just. Oh. So, so as the cops were taking you. Away, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a kid. <laughs> I look like a man. But so these a, days you'd get a pink card for that. Yeah. You don't want that. No, exactly. What a great story had it been if you had lost your virginity at a Perkins right. uh, oh, in Greenville, fuck. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, that would actually have been better. <laughs> I mean, but everywhere you go, I mean, like, uh, you know, when I used to do the college circuit, it's uh, every town has become the same town yeah. now. It's just the same. <laughs> it's the same little honeycomb of, you know... Walmart, Applebee's, Pizza yeah. Taco Bell, Starbucks. Uh, like every town's a business park now. has the same a, vibe. There's a random Chick-fil-A in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah of usually. Yeah. But yeah. they're building something behind it. It's like, oh, this, is, this is good. We're going to get a lot of business once that hotel opens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like when a new place opens up and there's a line down the block. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, uh, what, what, what cities are gems on the road for you where you're like, I never would have discovered this place if I hadn't been in a band and been oh, touring? Oh, man. Uh, you, you know, the weird thing is, is that you know, for the, probably for the first six, yeah, probably the first six years of my career, it was just bars. I just remembered bars. Like, yeah. you know, it was like, oh, yeah, in, in, in Kansas City, we go to the hurricane and they'll give us free drinks till like, whatever. <laughs> but then. Once I quit drinking and I, you know, kind of started getting, you know, my shit back together. Now I, I remember all of the uh, the comic shops. <laughs> so, so it's like, oh yeah, in Cleveland, right around there's this goddamn, there's a really cool, crusty one. Because yeah. I collect old action figures as well. Oh, just, perfect. Yeah, so it's always good to have like a th- when you're on the exactly. road to like oh, it's like my God. yeah. Like, but then by the end of the tour. You just have crates of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm the modern day, uh, 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 never mind. Forgetter yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. The modern day forgetter guy. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, as you can see, the, uh, the crest door is killing my memory. Yeah. <laughs> and you say you quit I drinking. I apologize. <laughs> What's, uh, what are you, well, yeah, and then you get all this stuff on the road, and then you get back home, and you're like, oh, now I gotta figure out where to yeah, put Find this. a place to put it. I, yeah. dude, I have, I have 50, uh, moving boxes from U-Haul. Uh, stuffed with action figures that I've been collecting since '92, basically, and it they and they go all the way back. Like I've got some super old ones. My coup was the first year I went to Comic Con. I, uh, I I my I was like, there's two things I need to find, and it uh, the one was the uh, the Godzilla that they re- released with the the Shogun Warriors. Found that like that. I was Perfect. like, yes. And the, the box wasn't very damaged. And it still had the tongue, still had the fist. Nice. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yes. yeah. 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 Little switch in the back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that don't look anything like the new one. But yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, 
And then the uh, the the alien figure that Kenner released in like seventy nine eighty, and it was actually a complete set. It actually had the poster in it. Like I was sh- kind of shitting balls. I was like, "That's an holy shit!" Because I just I was going to buy one if it was just loose. And know? they had the whole yeah, thing. Uh, had the whole thing. <gasps> oh, nice. But the thing about that thing is it doesn't hold up because it the 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 arms they they, they kind of get into this area now. Like, <laughs> oh right, the flappy no stiffness. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, that's great. It's a fucking marionette. Yeah. If I put some strings on it, I could do a little puppet show. Have you tried, like, tweaking it and, like, I don't want to. I'll break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I leave it anywhere near my son, he'll tear the head off of it. Um, And he's 12, so I'm worried. (laughs) I'm really worried. I'm really worried about. Again, with the uh, the head tearing off. Son, you got a lot of dead birds there today. (laughs) Real good, kiddo. Uh, he had this thing though like because uh, we're both kind of in like the same shit and uh, like I, I started buying him action figures when he was about six or seven you know but he would always rip the freaking heads off sure. of I'm like I'm like why and he's like well I don't want to look at him what are you going to so do to him so there's Iron Man headless Cap headless Wolverine headless oh, I'm geez. just like well where are the heads he's like that, you don't need to know <laughs> I'm like we're screwed I just, yeah, yeah. so I just, I just I put a he doesn't have a college fund. He has bail money. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he has. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Griff. I love you. Uh, please, but, stop, uh, uh, please stop yeah. tearing me. No, I mean, you know, it's, so with cities, to kind of circle back there, I, the, the tangent went a little long. Um, I, you know, I have a lot of cities that I love to visit because now I have a lot of friends there. You know, we've, I mean, we've been touring professionally for 15 years. Wow. And so I got a lot of, you know, there are people who still come to the shows from way back in the day, oh, nice. you know, so we go out of our way to hook them up. And I, I mean, not just in, in the States, but Tokyo, we've got great friends. We've got uh, uh, wonderful friends in, in like all over England, uh, Glasgow. There's a couple of dudes that live in Glasgow to this day. I don't know their names, but when I see them, I'm <laughs> like, oh, we're, we're going to. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. Because you got to get through that Scottish accent. It's hard. Which in a club is easy because if it's too loud. You just go, what? Yeah. Because you didn't catch it anyway. Even if there was no noise going on, there's no way. <laughs> like, so I just pretend that I'm a little more deaf than yeah. I actually am. Yeah. But oh, uh, you said Tokyo really quick. Did you in Tokyo? Have you ever been to that uh, that robot show bar? No, I okay. haven't. I have not yet. Yes. But uh, I'm hoping to go this time because we're actually going over there. We're doing two Not Fest shows over there. Nice. Oh wow! So I'm really gonna do? Yeah, we're we're really kind of starting to to build a brand, you know. And we booked those before we booked the ones here in the States. Oh, man. So it's, you know, we're, we're really stoked about that. There's, there's a couple of, like, hidden action figure shops not too far from uh, Rapongi that are really rad. And I'm talking about it's just a room. You know, there's nothing yeah. behind it in the building. <laughs> there's nothing out front. There's a glass facade. You walk in. And you're literally like, it's three walls, oh, wow. but it's loaded with crazy stuff. Fuck. And those people have the most fucked up action figures I've ever seen. The Japanese? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. Pashaw, you say? <laughs> no, I remember the first time I, t- I, took my, uh, I took my son to see some of this stuff. And it was like, we weren't even in Japan. We were at like Harrods in, in London, right? So I'm like, let's go check out the, you know, the action figures. They had a whole Japanese like anime section, 
And Griff's like, why can I see their panties? And I'm like, I don't I don't Because the world is rad? But then you go to London. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be my first guess. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and they were really nice panties. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. Did you just look at them and go, their heads will come off real nicely. It's like, so go play with the Legos. No, no, just yeah, go yeah, play yeah. with the Legos. Those are supposed to come off. Yeah. Uh, it's on the coffee table, Kyle. I'm, oh, Kyle's okay. got to grab a book. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of different cities I love to play. Uh, just because, and not just because of the cities, but just because I know I'm going to see some, like, rad people there. Yeah. And at this point in your, uh, your the career, you kind of, you, you're not, like, day after day. So you have, like, a day before or after, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I learned my, my limitations pretty early. We did, we did one run on our first, on the first album cycle where it was... It was like 21 days straight. Oui. Yeah. And, and you're which, wearing so much. Oh, yeah. You're in the gear. You know, yeah. It's like there'd be days when I wake up and it was literally like, ah, you got yeah. nothing in the tank. And, but you, you got to do the show, you know? And so. I, wonder, I wonder, like, it's like, and like, not to be too grim, but like, you know, with, um, you know, two guys from Guar, like after 30 years of playing, yeah. like, and like they both kind of died similarly. Like, they're both yeah. sitting up. Like yeah. one was in a van, one was at home, uh, you know, Odorous was at home. And like, do you think that maybe the outfits and night after night and like sweating within an outfit, like has something? Maybe. Like- I mean, you know, the thing that we realized early was that, you know, when you, when you, when you're, you were sweating and you got so much crazy filth, I mean, I'll spare you the details, <laughs> but, uh. When 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 you're doing all of that night after night, it's very important that you make sure everything gets washed correctly, you know, because yeah. that because uh, you know one of my friends caught uh, he, he developed hepatitis because of that. No because way, it wasn't yeah because these things weren't getting clean properly or it was weird and just you know it's like it's bad luck to wash it like a baseball player or something. But he you know he developed something like that and he was just like you know what it was the worst thing. I mean he's okay now but he's got to take medication for it. But yeah. it was just like. You know, so we learned early on that if we want that kind of longevity, we have to make sure that a we take care of ourselves, b we take care of the st- the stuff that we're actually putting on our bodies, and we just kind of look out for one another. You know, so, yeah. I mean, it's a very physical show, but at the same time, after a show, it's like you okay? I was like, yeah, because I passed out on stage in in Dallas on mm. Mayhem, and I went down hard. Like it was heat exhaustion. I, I was I blacked out for like the last forty five minutes of the show. Oh fuck! And and then I but I finished the show. I have no recollection of finishing the show. But then I stepped off my check me out box and uh, <laughs> I went down hard. Like boom! Sure. I I woke up backstage thinking that we'd had to cut the sh- show short. Oh yeah, weird. Like it was that weird. Yeah. But everyone from the band was around me. Like everyone was there. It was like you okay? You okay? You know? Yeah. It's just like take your time. Just you know. So so there's that kind of looking out for each other. Yeah. Know? Plus I, I, I exercise and train and, and yeah. like I try to take care of myself now, especially now. You was know? getting sober kind of part of like the, like taking it bit, all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cause it definitely makes you take a look at just not only what you want to do in life, but how you want to do it, mm-hmm. you know? So once I kind of realized that I had a problem and, you know, kind of, you know, left that behind, I was like, okay, well now well, who am I without it? Yeah. You know? And I was like, well, I'm a dad. I'm a you know I'm a writer I'm a singer, um, I'm also holy shit I, I at the time I was two hundred I was over two hundred pounds. Jesus, Jeez. really? Yeah, it was bad. Because you're in fantastic shape now. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I mean that was when I was thirty. I'm in better shape now than when I was when I was thirty. <laughs> I am too. Wow. That, right? Same it's thing. Weird. Same, it's crazy. Same, same reasons. Yeah. I mean it's 
It's hard though, but once yeah, this, you this get is into the, it, uh, the six pack curl doesn't oh, yeah. really uh, yeah, well, give you a lot of the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the 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 Jack Daniels skull crushers. <laughs> and I mean two of them. Like it was, it was bad, but you know, it just it's you do it at first because you need to, and mm-hmm. then you continue to do it because you want to. You know, well, I and think it just gets easier. You yeah. you know, it, it's it's amazing how. Um, as your life progress, like when you start, when you're young, you're like, "Fuck it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we exactly. can do whatever I want." That, and then at a certain point, you're like, "Well, I'm either gonna die, <laughs> or I have to, I have to actually kind of uh, put some structure behind the chaos, yeah. so that the chaos, so that the outward facing chaos can run smoothly, because it it can't be actual chaos, yeah. <laughs> because that's when nobody people start can live dying. In that yeah, shit. you can't, you can't. So, you know, was there, <laughs> there must have been a certain point where you were like, okay, actually, we do have to start taking care. We have to start, you know, like, we have to make sure these are washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember uh, one time I was uh, doing, uh, working for, uh, Static X came to Hawaii and, like, I was, like, helping put the show. It was, like, working for Golden Boy. So I was, like, you know, loading the stuff off their truck and everything like that. And uh, there was a bag and they're like, oh, can you open that bag up? And it was a big duffel bag. I opened it up and it was their rubber suits. And the stench that came out of it knocked me. Like, it's just like I fell back. It was, like, it was, like, it made me so dizzy. And I was just like, do they even wash these things? And the guy's like, yeah, we Febreze them. Oh. Like, that's not washing. Yeah, that's not washing. That's just uh, yeah, that's masking the, the odor. That's the rug over the cat shit. Using chemicals yeah. to mask the odor. Now, if you just said scrubbing bubbles, I'd have been like, yeah. okay, well, that wash, you know, yeah, there's, continues yeah. to wash. Yeah, exactly. But just like, Jesus. Yeah, it's foul. Well, that rubber and leather, there's a reason that I haven't worn either of those on stage because... I mean, there's weirdness that comes out of my body to begin with. <laughs> I don't, I don't need that like clinging to some sort of rubber that, that you put on yourself, and you're yeah. just like, I smell like a tire has just been like somebody used it to wipe their ass. <laughs> Boo! It's like Ugh. the uh, the romantics in the yeah, early yeah, '80s. Yeah. Remember that band where they they probably thought it was a real awesome oh, idea. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're all wearing these leather the pleather, yeah, yeah. these like, leather jumpsuits. Yeah, I was when, you're, like- when you're stinking in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a band. We like uh, we all had these. We made these homemade like just black masks, not ski masks, but we got like like a you know s- like black sweaters, and then just like made like just masks with no like just mm. pinhole eyes, just in like uh, I was you know playing drums. And it was like a real 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 fast band, just blast beats and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like after one song, I I was like I couldn't breathe. And yeah. I took it off, and like the other guys were like, put the fucking mask back on. You're ruining it. And I was oh like, I can't. I, I can't, can't do it. And then you so know it's like, that you can't make yeah. me. So these real menacing guys up front, and it's just this big fat dorky kid going, shut, 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 shut. <laughs> rubbing his arms after every fucking so, forty-five seconds. Crushed a cherry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. See you later. And I can do that all night, lady. Yeah. Uh, how many cherries you got? That's how long I'll last. Maraschino, you- Rainier. I'll crush any cherry. <laughs> I sent you a bowl. You better hope there's some left for me. <laughs> Jesus. So you, uh, how long have you been uh, off the booze now? Uh, five years now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I quit. The first time I quit was uh, right around the time we were making Volume Three, um, and I was sober about three years for then. And then I kind of fell off, and then I was just like, you know what? I don't. You, you really kind of get your head around it, and you're like, I'm done because mm. you'd have there'd be like days where I would have like literally one beer. I don't even like beer. But then you wake up the next day and you're screwed for three days after that. Oh, you're just yeah. like, oh. Yeah. And so it was just like, well, physically, I just don't like doing it anymore. So Yeah, you kind of yeah. get the choice where you go, well, 
You can drink all the time. You got you know what yeah. that is. Yeah. Or you could have a productive life. Yeah. <laughs> or I could just do shit. <laughs> Which done. I really like to do. Right. Yeah. And it's different kinds yeah. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not recovering for yeah. three days. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that but you sucks. did you you started pretty young though, right? I was yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I started doing drugs before I even started drinking, to be honest. Like I started doing I I mean, I was smoking weed when I was eleven. I uh, started uh, doing white crosses when I was about twelve or thirteen. By the time I had fourteen, I was doing coke. Jesus! So yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, you know, but that's Iowa, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Iowa for you. <laughs> you know, the, the one of the states that helped invent uh, meth. Yeah, good, good for us. Iowa in the eighties. Yay! Yeah. Yay! We did it! Yeah, you good. We did it! We win, Gracie. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, you know, because I led such a sheltered life when I was growing up. It was funny that I ended up becoming a drinker in my 20s because when I was a teenager, I was very much like, yeah. you know, guys, I don't need to do drugs to have a good... Like, I wouldn't, yeah. do, I wouldn't do drugs, I wouldn't drink, I wouldn't yeah. do anything. And so how does, it, uh, how does that happen to an 11-year-old? What's, what, what are the circumstances? You just... Well, I mean, your friends are doing it, you know? I mean, you know, growing up where I grew up, I mean, you know, we were poor. We didn't have a lot. So, you know, the only thing we really did... I mean, there was no internet. There was, there was still only really three channels if yeah. you didn't have cable. So you just kind of ran the neighborhoods a lot, you know, and you got into trouble. I mean, I was a hellion, man. Like, I did a lot of cr- – like, we our, we had a habit for about three months that we would try to find porta-potties and melt them. Like, oh, melt we, them. We, we would just – we would set them on fire to see if we could melt them into, <laughs> like, blue lily pads. I, I swear to God, that's wow. what an 11- or 12-year-old kid in my – City wanted to do. We just was like, oh, that's really wow. rad. We just tipped them over. That's well, what we did in our. We, we were we, straight. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were trying to get it to melt complete, like almost like the Wizard of Oz. But that's an art project. Met some- <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were high. <laughs> we, of course, it was a fucking art project. <laughs> but then, I mean, it's beautiful man. You know, you start nicking. Uh, you start nicking. Um, uh, you know, buds from your parents because you know all of our parents did it. Yeah. And then that turned into, you know, uh, you know, the older kids, you know, who would be popping speed like crazy. It's like, okay, yeah, we'll do that and skateboard. And yeah, you're yeah. just like, ah, let's go on and do it again. Doesn't hurt. Right, do it again. Hurt when you fall. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, one thing leads to another. And, and honestly, I got off, I, I started doing speed like a lot quicker because I have a, um, almost an allergy to marijuana, which I didn't know at the time, but it, it triggers like super bad uh, like panic attacks in me. Oh wow! Like to the point where I'm gone for like two days. Like yeah. just, I mean, really bad. So I, you know, my friends kept smoking weed. I got way more into like the speed section and the hallucinogenics, yeah. <laughs> which you know you haven't lived unless you huffed a whole bottle of Scotch Guard. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. You are yeah. from Iowa. God, I just want the kids listening to know that I don't recommend any of this crap. <laughs> How are you alive? I don't know. <laughs> this but, must make you. This must have made you a good. I mean, like. When you're dealing with your own 12-year-old, you must be like, don't, I fucking know right, all the, exactly. don't even try. My son is so, like, he doesn't give a shit about any of that, man. Like, he's just kind of like, okay, yeah. whatever, you know. I mean, he's, like, he's not even into girls yet, you know, like the, or boys. Like, he just <laughs> hasn't hit that, 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 that point in his life yet. Now, he just turned 12, so... He's still a little kid. He's still my little guy. But yeah. I mean, we just had a we just had a conversation the other day about. He asked me, and it was so sweet. He was just like, "I need you to get rid of all my little kid underwear." 
And I was uh, like, I was like, why? And he's like, I don't want to get made fun of in gym, you know, because I mean, uh, he's got to change sure. for gym and everything. And I was just like, oh yeah, crap. I didn't even think about that. And I looked at, it made me look at him like a whole different way. I was just like, my man's growing up. Yeah, yeah he's uh, starting to take into account, yeah, you know, it's like insane. social. So, so I was like, you'll never see another pair of those. He's like, well, keep a couple for, like, <laughs> for the weekends. I'm like, well, okay, fine. I don't want to be. A, I'm sorry, I'm the asshole here. So, get on your dad wears underoos. What's yeah, the problem? Right, totally. And he's got rad, like, he's got totally rad, like, underoo stuff, you know? Nice. Like, I wish they still made underoos. <laughs> God, I miss, and, but, but the old school, because remember they tried to bring them back and they weren't yeah. as cool. I was like, this is horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Boba Fett ones were the shit, man. They really were. Remember that? They had the chest plate. Yep. And people are like, what's that? It's like, well, then you don't, I'm not going to explain shit yeah. to you. Are you kidding me? I'm the coolest fucking kid in this yeah. gym class. That's right. Y'all wish you knew. Get me out of this trash can. That's fine. That's the same reaction I had. Like, it's like, you know, when I would wear a shirt, like I had like a, like a couple of Mystery Science Theater 3000 shirts. Yes. And they go, what the fuck is that dumb show? I was like, you don't fucking know. Dude, I feel sorry idiot. for you. Go yeah. ahead. Beat me up. I'm still going to feel sorry for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, I like, there's like, you know, we do these live shows and kids are like, how'd you deal with being a nerd? Like being uncool. I was like, I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's, there's a reason I'm still into the shit that I was into. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because it was awesome. Exactly. No, I, I, I tried to rebel against all the things that I liked. Oh, Cause really? Because I, I was just so... There was so much... Yeah, it was so... Was it re- like a responsibility thing? I mean, people expected no, more from you? No, or? I think it was just... Um, you know, all the stuff that I was into when I was growing up basically kept me just completely... Uh, ostracized? Ostracized yeah, from yeah. the... You know... And so I, you know, I wanted to, I didn't want to be ostracized. I wanted to like the stuff I liked, but then also be accepted, be cool, yeah, and like yeah, have people yeah. be cool about it. But, you know, and so I, every time I would try to rebel against my own wants, I, I would always just fucking <laughs> just fall back second. in. Like, yeah. I they pull me back <laughs> in. But then at a certain point, you get to a certain age, you're getting older, and you're like, yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, like, exactly. I like what I like. Suck it. I think that's why I lucked out being a metal kid. Because we were kind of ostracized to begin with, you know? So, I, you know, I could like stupid horror movies. I could like comics and you know, skateboarding and yep. just all this crazy shit. Because it was like, oh, he's the weird one. Eh, par for the course, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way about like when I got into punk. It's just like... Yeah, it's like, you exactly. Know, you're like in this... You're going to shows outside of high school. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's a bunch of weirdos there. Yeah. And it's... Because I was a metal punk kid. So yeah. I, so I had friends from all those different kind of walks. Yeah. And we were all into the same shit. Yeah, and I'm sure like in Iowa's the same way. Because, like, you know, in Hawaii, it's just like the... Sea, the you know, the underground music scene is so tiny that yeah. like, there's a show where there's like a ska band, a punk band, a metal band. Uh-huh. And, like, and, it, but it, and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And then everyone knew each other and everyone was friends. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's neat when I tell people about that. Like they kind of like to say that like to some people I know now, it's like, oh yeah, like punk kind of like, you know, saved my life yeah. as a kid. And they yeah. go, <laughs> punk, okay, Johnny Rotten. I go, no, you don't. No, you see, know. that's okay. See, we can't be friends now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you just said was completely stupid. Yeah. But see, that's, that's a very European thing, though. I mean, and people don't realize that, where you'll have that many types of bands on one bill. Yeah. It's like that in Europe. And, and that's why the festivals over there smoke hours, because yeah. there's so many different bands because they don't they, they they don't compartmentalize music the way we do. They just yeah. are like 
it's great music. Yep. We're going to put these bands on. You'll see Pennywise open up for Slayer mm-hmm. and then Slayer going on right before David Bowie. Yeah, you know who's you know? doing that now is uh, in Austin, Fun 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 Fest, which I'm performing at like in a, like a few weeks. And it's Shameless like, plug. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, let me, uh, let me yeah, drop it. Yeah, pretty Sorry, shameful. Yeah, you just plugged yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty seamless. It was good. It was right good. on top. I loved it. I loved uh, it. But like, the, uh, like they've had... You know, they had Slayer and then Weird Al after that. At oh. the, show. the show this year is like, it's like, you know, there's like Death From Above 1979 and then um, fucking uh, shit, um, like Nas doing Illmatic in its entirety. No shit. And, and Judas Priest after that. But see, and, that's Austin, yeah, too. Exactly, I mean, it, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But that's like keeping it weird. Yeah, weird. Weird as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and Gorilla Biscuits, which I'm very excited about. Oh, no shit. Never got to see them. Wow. One of my favorites. Yeah, the the year that uh, did Al do Fun 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 Fest recently? It was like three years ago, I think. Because that was was that the one that I did. I believe the, so. Yeah, that, where it was like they it was a comedy night sort of. So Todd Berry and me and, and then and then Al and but then Al did the main stage. He right? did the main stage. Yeah. yeah, we did the main stage too. We oh, okay, opened, cool. basically opened for him. Oh shit! Nice. And then uh, and then <laughs> apples and stereo. Like it was just yeah, all these yeah. really wow. fun, real eclectic, silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was so much fun watching like three thousand. Hipsters kind of like drop the hipster facade and, and lose their shit when yeah. Al played like yeah. Yoda. Of course. So it was uh, it was a good time. Definitely, it was a really good time. <laughs> do you know Al? I do, you know what? Here's my weird Al story. I've never met him. Huge fan. Yeah. I've never met him, um, but I had a chance to sit next to him at the Grammys, and I blew it. And this is, I've only been to the Grammys once. And uh, it was the one year that uh, Stone Sour and Slipknot were both nominated. We didn't win, by the way. We, we, uh, Slipknot won like the next year, but I decided at that point that I'd had it with yeah, this just need corporate one year to... fucking squeeze box bullshit. Yeah. Um, that's me being hip. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, well, I was like, there, there was only six people nominated in the best metal performance category. I was just like, well, fuck, we've got... You know, we've got two-thirds of that. Oh, four-sixths. Whatever. I don't know the math. Who am I with? So so I get dressed up, and I hate fucking getting dressed up. And we go, you know, and... And uh, we sit down. I, we didn't win. And Metallica won. And ironically, they weren't even there. And I'm like, I can remember 20 years ago when it was a big deal that they didn't win. You know? Yeah. Now they just send people to pick up their Grammys. Uh, I mean, I'm, and I'm friends with those guys. It was like... Uh, St. Anger? Or uh, Death Magnetic? It would have been Sate Anger, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they won, they won for something like that. And you're stoked for them because of what they had to go through. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, well, fuck, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell are you? you know? <laughs> so they then shuffle us through this labyrinth of, like, pipe and drape to get to the, the real deal. And it's like, okay, we, we've done our non-televised, what we, like, we're paying our dues. we yeah, got to make yeah. sure these guys are... Whatever. Now we're going to funnel you into the real show, right? So it's me and all the guys from Stone Sour at the time. And we're just fucking, I mean, <laughs> okay, uh, okay. You know, I'm freshly sober. We had just finished recording uh, volume three. Oh, shit. So I'm like freaking out. Like, I'm like, uh, oh, okay, okay. And then we get caught in this like maelstrom right in front of like the red carpet and the step and like repeat, right? But nobody's going anywhere. The only thing I can. <laughs> The only thing I can really like compare it to is that you know that spot in the oceans 
where all the garbage collects. Oh, the Pacific like all the, uh, Garbage Island. You know right? exactly yeah. what yeah. I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> it's like this spinning ball yeah. of ugh. That's what this was. Like right in front of the Grammys, and we're all just fucking nobody's like, please someone tell us. We're, we're, we're entertainers. We don't know how to do this. <laughs> so we're just fucking, you know? And I turn, Queen Latifah's right here. And she's, I have a broken toe, and I broke it on uh, recording volume three. She steps directly oh. on it. And I mean hard. And it, nothing against her, but it was just like, she couldn't see me because I'm so much shorter than she is. She's just, Koosh, and I just went, ah! <laughs> and I left. I left. I just, I was like, <laughs> flag, no, I'm leaving this. And I left. So all of Stone Sour went without me, and I got in my car, and I went back to my hotel, and I just sat there going, <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Never again. So then I get a call after the Grammys was done. It's like, by the way, asshole, you could have sat right next to Weird Al Yankovic. Oh. And I just went, oh. But I was like, you know what? I made a commitment. I'm never going to the Grammys again. And that's it. And then the next year we won. So I get a call and I'm actually recording the new Stone Sour album. You know? And so I'm writing lyrics and they're like, hey, we won. I was like, <laughs> just, at the time I just didn't yeah. care, you know. Yeah. So that's you my weird house. Metallica story. in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I even was show just like, up. whatever. You know what? I know why they don't go now. <laughs> How many people does Queen Latifah have to step on to keep them out of the Grammys? <laughs> it's just like it's just like a stamp of approval. So angry. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. Well, is it so? Now is your feeling? Do, do you, are you still honoring that commitment? You will still. Never oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll never go. But we stopped getting nominated, so it's it's fine, you know. But now the the best metal performance looks like a just like they threw fucking darts at it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it, going, really? All right, they, they got shit. distortion. I mean, I was I was stoked. I was stoked that uh, that Hailstorm won because I'm really good friends with those guys, and I know what kind of work they've put into it. You know, I mean, they came from fucking nothing, and yeah, I was really stoked for them. But yeah, I mean, at this point. There's there's two schools of thought. There's like, well, we're just gonna try and vote for the most obscure Norwegian forest Carpathian black metal fucking band <laughs> with the illegible font from Sweden. Yes, we're yeah. gonna give it to you tonight, you know? Or it's like, well, this is you know everything that has been played on the radio for the like, the last five minutes, and it's like, oh, we're gonna fucking celebrate you and yeah. blah blah blah. And who votes on those awards? Is it like a, old is people? It, it old is, people yeah. vote. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's like a, a council of white people. Old I'm white convinced people. Yeah. That's the reason we won is because an old person went Slipknot. No, I read a magazine article about them. <laughs> They've been around. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take it. Take it. Take it. Yeah, the kids are gonna be real happy. <laughs> it's fucking because you look at it and you're like. Fucking Judas Priest won one for a live version of a song they released yeah. 40 years ago. Yeah. And the live version were released 20 years before that. <laughs> and they only re-released it because of a box set. Yeah. And they gave it to them. I'm like, fucking what? what does it, even, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean yeah. anything. Yeah. But then, I mean, it's, I mean, that's like trying to hit a fucking needle with another needle. You know? Yeah. It's like you have one metal category. You have one basic rock category. Yeah. Then you got bands like Fun winning it. And I'm like, yeah. fuck <laughs> you. Really? Show me on the doll where Fun is a rock band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. Yeah, on the wallet. That, you can find that in my new book coming out very yeah. soon. <laughs> you actually can. Did you write your own book, right? I did, yeah, yeah. I wrote uh, my third one. I just finished, and it's called "You're Making Me Hate You." <laughs> it's, it's fucking brutal. Yeah, it's and uh, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna come out next year, but. It's fuck. It's just me basically trashing everyone. Oh, it's you know? great. I, I I submitted a subtitle for it because they make me put subtitles on them, and they're like, "You're gonna get sued for that." And I'm like, "Well, that's the one I want." And they're like, "No, we're, this time we're putting our foot down. <laughs> you can't use that one." It's it was basically like, <laughs> I can't even say it. Come on, get so mad at me. Come on. Uh, we'll beep it out, but I just want to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was, you're making me hate you, or how Justin Bieber sucked a million dicks to make his money. <laughs> and they wouldn't let me fucking use it. <laughs> what? With in this day and age. With an asterisk, obviously. It's like, and then, you know, down at the bottom, obviously, I don't know if it's true, but this yeah. is what I believe. <laughs> they wouldn't let me do could it. Could have been 900,000 dicks, could have been 700,000 yeah. dicks. But it's, yeah. it's, it is a, some... Look at his face! <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I'll leave it in. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, at this point, they'll just be like, well, maybe we'll use it now. Yeah. yeah. They got some great cute Market points. research is shown. Right. <laughs> You're hot on the streets, Johnny. <laughs> what on the street is you sucked a million dicks to get here. Talk about it. <laughs> a million, really? I could talk like that all day, by the way. I love that. That The fix is in, Johnny. Get down the fucking... Get on the floor and make sure they got their money in. What's up, Nazi? Yeah, yeah. Nazi, yeah. <laughs> you gotta be subjective and some serious shit here. That's like that great uh, that sketch with uh, Phil Hartman and uh, John Lovitz. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. It's like, yes, throw. What's the one on the street? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get a, I get a hundred letters that it tell me the same thing. What's the word on the street? <laughs> <laughs> yes, throw. Is there a chance? Well, is there any other type of project that you haven't done yet? That is so different from everything else that you're doing that you would like to do. Still. You know, I did a I, 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 I did a movie last year uh, called Fear Clinic that's actually being premiered at the LA Scream Fest this year. Which oh, I'm that's pretty nice. Stoked. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I realized that it's like as as much fun as I had doing that, I kind of honestly would rather be a voice actor. To be honest, like I really. Because, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I watch is, is like, really cool animation, you know? And half the voices that are doing those are, like, the, the professionals, you know? Yeah. You've got the, the stars who are just basically being themselves. Yeah. And then you've got a million brilliant voice actors underneath them basically carrying the rest of the movie mm-hmm. for you. And I was like, well, I can do enough, you know, types of voices and, and add you know, attitude and character to it and, and do whatever like that. I, I mean, I would love to kind of try and, and do some stuff like that, even if it's just on, like, whether it's Adult Swim or, uh, you know, just just regular sh- shit fucking shows. You yeah, know? yeah, I mean, I would just, I would love to do something like that because it just seems like it would be fun. It because is it's fun. harder, you know? I mean, acting in a movie... You know, you can you can do the long stun pauses. Yeah, you can, you can chew the scenery and just... <laughs> you know, so it's like I'm being very stoic right now. <laughs> but with a, with a voice, with voice acting, you know, there's so much more that goes into it. You know, because you have to basically convey all that, but with your voice and, yeah. and make sure that it lines up and links up. And you know, 
I, I would just, I guess I'm just being a jerk. I, I would really just like to work with like John DiMaggio. Yeah. You know? Did you watch his movie? I did. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. It kind of like, I was like, cause I was, I was like, ah, I won't do voices. And, stuff. Yeah, and then I watched right? that and I'm like, oh no. Oh no. no yeah. No, no. Like it's, I did a voice uh, for Uncle Grandpa and then like in the room was Eric Bowser, who's this kid that's just like doing like, you know, Teenage yeah. Ninja He's like doing yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like right next to him and he's just like, I have this one character that kind of yells and he's doing like five other people. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> Maybe he should do mine too. Fucking yeah, Dimaggio. Uh, uh, I'm actually recording. I, I, I do. I do a show called Sanjay and Craig, which I'm recording oh, yeah. today. Really, as a matter of fact, and <laughs> it is. It is really fun. Yeah, but it does. It. It. The thing where it could fuck you up is for. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe your voice is strong enough, but. It does. It does. Like, it takes a lot of time. It chews your throat up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really. But bad. that's no different than going into recording. An yeah, album. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. especially with as, as many different voices that I use in like my different bands and stuff. I mean, it's just about if you can take care of it, you know, mm-hmm. you can do it. And a lot of those guys watching that movie actually made me realize is like they do a lot of the same warm ups that I do before I even go on stage. You know, so if you can take care of it and get through it, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. Maggio is a fucking. Um, he's a beast. He is a. He is a. He is a tropical hurricane yeah. of amazing. <laughs> right. Boom. Him and Billy West. I would just Billy love to be West. in a fucking room with those two Dude. and just listen to them. Just yeah. fucking, almost like dueling. You know, yeah. like going back and forth. I, on I did. Shit. A, I did a. I did a thing for the Futurama last episode, and um, Billy and Maurice Lamarche were there. And I couldn't get my fucking phone out fast enough to record it, but uh, but uh, but Maurice, uh, they basically they did Brain and Stimpy. Oh, really? Shit. Yes. And oh, so like fuck. he, so Maurice is like, uh, "What do you want to do tonight, Stimpy?" And he's like, "Or no," he says, uh, "What do you want to do tonight, Brain?" Like they fucking and they did, they did. Uh, he basically did Stimpy as Pinky, and then Maurice did the brain, and they just they, and it went on for like a couple minutes, but I couldn't like my phone was caught in my pocket, I like I couldn't get it out. That's awesome. I I got it and I got recorded, so they were like, "Okay, see ya," and then yeah. they parted ways. Uh, like, God damn it! Oh, That's fucking great. Do it again, please. Do it again. <laughs> what do you What do you think the state of horror films is uh, currently? It's you know I'm okay. I love horror movies. I think they need to fucking drop the found footage bullshit. Like, yeah, I'm so tired of it. Yeah, like, and I, I'm sure there. I mean, there there are some that are good. And there are well, that's some the thing. There's that, always yeah. going to be one that like you're like, oh, okay, well that's good. There's certain movies that, I, and I can handle it. But I know a lot of people who they get violently ill. My wife is one of them. Like, so there's a lot of movies that even I would, even if I would like to see them. I can't go with my wife, you know, yeah. and we do shit together. I know that's weird, but, yeah. you know, me and my wife, we like to hang yeah. out together. What? Yeah. Crazy. What the hell are you talking about? But what I don't like with the, like, the, you know, people are doing the found footage and then they break the form yeah. just to suit their needs. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was just watching The Sacrament, the new Ty West one. Or yeah, and I haven't seen it. It's like, it's, it's like, you know, it's like them running around with the cameras, them putting the cameras in, like, you know, they're doing a pretty good job, but then, like, all of a sudden a guy starts, like, giving this, like, speech and there's all these angles. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, don't. It's like, know? oh, well, I, I'm sorry. Somebody just ran around with a fucking GoPro and made yeah. sure that you know we knew we were going to be able to cut through these yeah. different. And that's why, like stupid. Bobcat did like a really cool version of the found footage where it's like all the edits are in camera. Yeah, and so it's like he's like his whole thing is like he always thought who's the creep that found tapes in the forest, and yeah. then I was like I'm going to edit all this together. Right, people being murdered. <laughs> and so his whole thing is like all the edits have to come from the person holding the camera. Yeah, yeah, and he's a very underrated director as he's well. He's he's fantastic. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um. 
But at one end of the spectrum, you've got the found footage stuff. And then at the other end of the spectrum, you have this interesting experiment that Universal is going to try and do with the, with the, with the monsters, you know, Wait, which they that? started with Dracula Untold. You know, they, the, their plan is to make the Universal monsters, basically, they're trying to build it towards an Avengers-type movie. Monster Squad remake. Well, <laughs> does uh, Wolverine got nerds? I'm not sure that's what they're pushing yeah. for. I'm sure. I, you know, but that's, that's what, what, from what I've read, this Dracula Untold is the first in the, the line of that. Oh, the next one they're going to do is a, is a Frankenstein-type origin thing, building towards a, a big like Justice League-slash-Avengers-type thing. So, and I haven't seen Dracula Untold. I've heard it's really good, but I've heard it's not very scary. It's just like, it's a fucking action movie. It's like, well, Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. And I, lo- I love Luke Evans. So, I mean, I'll go see it anyway, but I don't know, man. Like, and the thing with, the, the, the thing with horror, there's, there's something missing right now. There's a, there's a hole in the genre that's missing. And with, The Purge came close with that kind of uncomfortable, like, yeah. you're being hunted kind of thing. Which, Purge Anarchy is much better than the first one. I didn't see that yet. But there's just something, there's this, there's something missing, and I can't put my finger well, it's, on it's, it. Well, it's the storytelling, because what they, yeah. you know, what, what's happened is, they realize that um, horror movies are basically, you know, you can, you can crank out high volume, super yeah. cheap, and, you know, spending a few million dollars on one movie it could catch yeah. the right yeah. weekend and then like boom 100 million dollars and so they're just they're just cranking them out without yeah. really trying to find really interesting directors points of view stories it's they're they're more concerned about how's it going to keep going they're they're more more concerned about yeah. basically just keeping the genre yeah. everybody's full. looking for their franchise yeah, yeah. as I opposed mean, to like let's find you know let's yeah. find like a really cool well, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Conjuring, and I thought to do yeah, like I did that. too. I didn't see Annabelle yet. I but, haven't either. But like, it, like that's a cool. Take I've heard it's scene. really good. Yeah, I heard yeah. it's really good too. And that, I mean, that's like <laughs> the fucking fifth series that James Wan is that yeah. his name? Yeah, James Wan. Yeah, it's like that's like the fifth movie he's made. That's like had another yeah. movie made after it. And I really I enjoyed the uh, um, the other ones that he did. Not Saw, but Insidious. Insidious. Insidious I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed those. You yeah. know, because there was there was thought. Behind it, and you you kind of came to like really care about the characters as well. Yeah. It's like you loved Wilson, you you know. I mean, you just you loved the family. Mm-hmm. So I think it's stories suffer, and I think they're they're not making enough iconic characters either. You don't have you're not seeing Jason or Freddy or yeah. Michael, or, right? Because you know, it, 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 yeah, and and a lot of these like. We move into a house and something crazy's happening, you know, because yeah. it was an orphanage and all these kids are angry. Uh, there's not really like, yeah. there's not really like a Chucky or a exactly. fu- yeah. like. There's and no the, and the more they try to reboot it, the more they're watering down that whole that the whole the whole side of that pond. Yeah. They but focus. They, they got to focus on stories before scares. Exactly. Like, it's, yeah. it's like the all the it's like. I mean, you want the scares to be good, but the scares aren't going to be good if the story isn't there to support the scares, and it's just like, oh, well, yeah. the thing just jumped out. Yeah, the I, best, yeah, the best scary movie I've seen in the last four or five years was Cabin in the Woods. Cabin oh, was so good, fucking genius! So I, thought, I thought your next was a, like a similar like take on, yeah, like, you know, like just like horror, like that genre of mm-hmm. just like, home invasion stuff. 
Uh, you know, Ty West has been doing. I mean, I liked House of the Devil a lot. I loved. Uh, See, I've. Here's me. I'm. I, that's queued up in my Netflix thing. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen it. It's good. So. It's really. Um, you know, it's like he. It's a. You know, early '80s. It looks really dark. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I. And it's like it looks great. Yeah. And the music's good, and like you know, you got Tom Noonan in there, who was like, I'm a huge <laughs> Tom Noonan fan. Yeah, totally. And then uh, what was the other one he made? Uh, oh, Innkeepers with Pat Healy, which is another like it's like a, another really good creepy. Huh. You know, All right, I'll definitely I'll check those two yeah. out. Yeah, but very much of like they're very stylistically towards that kind of things are just creepy. Like you, know, you yeah. like the characters of you know the, the people, not the villains. Yeah, kind of I'm well, what, what about you? I mean, what what have you seen lately that? Um, my 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 viewing lately hasn't been really amazing. You know, what's funny <laughs> is that I'll go to I'll just I'll just go surf iTunes to see like oh what what horror movies are coming out, and there's just like a glut of movies that. Did, may, if they hit the theater, it was for like a second. Right? Yeah. It's well, like, what the fuck are all these? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, but th- I think that's the future of the horror, though. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see fewer and fewer horror movies coming out in theaters unless it gets that big push. Yep. VOD is the big thing for that. Yeah. And there's so, good stuff. Uh, I mean, like, I went to a Fantastic Fest, and a lot of the movies I saw there, um, are, I think, are just going straight to VOD, like mm-hmm. the new Takashi Miike. Uh, and the, uh, uh, what I, oh, that guy Yarvo. He's friends with, like, James Gunn and those guys. But he made oh, a movie yeah, called yeah. The Hive. That was uh, that's like pretty cool. It's yeah. a pretty cool horror movie, you know. Huh. Uh, but yeah, there's like yeah, I think it's all going to just go that way, which is fine. But there's which, nothing but like seeing it. You have to think about it though. VOD is the new uh, video rental place around the corner, yeah. you know, because that's where I mean, I would that's where I would see a lot of sh- shit was the video rental place, yeah. you know. And the horror so, sections were always the biggest. Sections. Exactly, yeah. and they were the ones that they were the ones that they they had the most faded. Uh, photocopies yeah, because yeah. they were always like yeah. you know in the window and you were constantly taking them out yep. so I saw a lot of stuff like that I, we couldn't afford to go and see them in the movie theater so I rent a lot of shit you know so I think VOD is slowly becoming the the, the new video rental store yep. you know to spend hours in the video store trying to determine <laughs> the sexual content based on the title and the box yeah yeah do we have that conversation <laughs> on the podcast before what was the feel, what was like the have... <laughs> what was the movie and it was in every fucking video rental store. It was the one with uh, Alec Baldwin. He's on the cover with no shirt on. It's like Miami Blue or something like that. To this day, I've never seen it, but it just looks so fucking horrible. Miami Blue? Was, really Miami Blue? And he's holding a gun. You know, he's got the, he's got the Baldwin face oh, yeah, on. sounds so fucking familiar. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many movies. It was always on the corner. The box, the box like, yeah. Remember that box? Right? Exactly. Yeah. It was always on the corner shelf, too. Yeah. It's like, you'd always be walking. It's like, I can't find it. was up. And there's fucking Miami Blue. Right there. <laughs> no, oh, one, no one went to it. There's a really good Australian horror movie coming out um, called Baba Duke, which is yeah. amazingly creepy. Really, huh. really fucking creepy. And it's kind of like, it's like, there's no gore. There's no real, like, uh, like you know, like... Like you know, blood or anything like that. It's yeah. just like all just fucking like, like the whole like movie. You're just like constantly. You get exhausted because you like tense up and let go. Okay, I, d- I definitely want to see. Yeah, that look then. up the trailer. It's a uh, real creepy. It's basically huh. it's like a, a haunted pop up book. Then like the, the per- <laughs> and like even like the scene when the lady's looking through the pop up book. Yeah. is frightening. Nice. It's like it's just really well done. Nice. Well, I think we're we're at an hour, Corey Taylor. Really? Yeah, this was an hour hour ten. 
Can you believe that? It just flew by. We just got started. I know. This really? I don't want to go to work. This was <laughs> this took longer than your flight from Vegas. Yeah, I know. Well, this was worth it. I'm so honest. glad that we were able to to get you on. And yeah, you know, man. there was a minute where they're like, "Oh, his flight's gonna be," and he was like, "And you said, no, I'm coming in. Want to make this happen?" Yeah, we. I switched my flight uh, two hours early. So I appreciate just, that. Oh, I, dude, you have no idea. I, I admire that. I admire that moxie from a guest. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you got a lot of spunk there. You got a lot of spunk there, kid. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, we gotta some... do this again, say. Sweet gams there. <laughs> oh, wait. I mean, I shouldn't have said it that way. Yeah, well, yeah. That, hey, you know what? I, I do work my legs. <laughs> do squats, lunges, yeah, squat yeah. thrusts. I don't want to brag. I know my way around it. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. anyway. Now it's weird. Yeah. Put my shirts off there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I crush a cherry. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> what you're going to do is go to the gym and crush a cherry. Tweef. Oh, Tweef. Christ. Corey Taylor. Oh, to promote something. When's that? Oh, okay. When's that fest? Uh, 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 God, I got nothing. October twenty first. Uh, uh, new Slipknot album. Point five. The Great Chapter drops. Uh, October twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Not fest at San Bernardino. Uh, and then two days after that, the Prepare for Hell tour, which we're doing with Corn, uh, starts to move across America and leave a weird snail trail of evil. Great. Uh, and that's about well. And then uh, uh, next year, uh, my the movie I'm in, Fear Clinic, comes out I think in February. And then my new book, You're Making Me Hate You, Justin Bieber dicks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Justin Bieber dicks. I'm so Justin getting Bieber fucking dicks. sued. It's awesome. Um, uh, that comes out I think in June. So uh, cool. yeah. So Excellent. yeah. Thanks for having me, man. This is, a, this is a blast. Thank well, thank you. Man. It was good thank you. with you. Yeah, I wore good. my really nice Iron Man yeah. shirt. Iron Man. <laughs> Not only Iron Man, but Iron Man versus Doctor Doom. Oh, which we'll never fucking see. Metal no. on metal. But maybe a civil war. Maybe uh, maybe Cap Fingers Iron crossed. Man. Uh, Fingers yeah. crossed. We'll see how that works we'll, out in we'll see. 2016. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As I sit here and spin my uh, plate. Come on, guys. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey you, it's Jason Bateman. Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers. The super talented and funny Will Arnett and Sean Hayes is... JJ, well, JJ, JJ, why are, you, yeah. why are you whispering? Well, it, there's, there's a psst. In the in the in the copy, but people are listening, so it's like they are listening. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span. Our mystery. We'll cut this out. Our mystery guests. All right, here we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life, and if you're yeah, a yeah, Wondery fan, then you're going to yeah. just Neil you Kukras, come and listen Tyson. to it. Yeah. We're on Wondery right now, and you can listen uh, to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym or you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Bye. Bye.